0: Episode 14 Pandora's Box.
1: Hello! This episode builds on content we talked about last week, which is, of course, Prometheus. So, Prometheus deceived Zeus twice and basically gave humanity some perks in the form of not sacrificing the best bits of an animal to the gods and also giving them fire. But as we saw, that had consequences for Prometheus, and it's going to have consequences today.
0: Let me tell you all about it today. Yeah. For a change. Pandora which is greek for all gift was the first woman in greek mythology another name for her as inscribed in the british museum on her figure is anezidora which means she would send up gifts which ties to the name pandora all gift it's all about gift if anything okay
1: so like with dionysus a few episodes ago pandora has two different names exactly would make it less confusing i suppose when talking about her versus her granddaughter pandora the second very true We haven't got to Pandora the second, which is why she's not coming up in today's episode, but she will be mentioned at least tangentially next time, I believe. She is the daughter of Pandora's daughter, Pyrrha.
0: Okay, good. Well, you are saying this is making it less confusing, but I'm going to confuse you anyway, because Anesidora could also be the other name of other goddesses, like Gaia or even Demeter.
1: Okay, so we have no idea what the name Anesidora actually refers to then.
0: It just means she will send up gifts, which Gaia gives the gift of life, if anything, and, and Demeter, prophecies. and prophecies. And what does Demeter do, do you think?
1: Well, Demeter is the goddess of the harvest and of grain from memory, and we saw in episode 12 that when she takes away her gifts, humanity doesn't have a very fun time.
0: There we go. So it all comes back to the idea of gift-giving, if anything. Very true. We're going to start with the first book, which is Hesiod's Theogony. Yeah. In this one, Pandora is not actually mentioned by name, it only refers to as a woman. All right. But we infer that it is Pandora because of the second book we'll come to later. Okay. So after the war Prometheus fire incident.
1: Yeah, that's probably what it was called on official incident logs.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Zeus wasn't very happy about it and was, as a reminder, the king of the gods. Yep. He wanted to counteract this blessing that was given to humans because, of course, he wasn't really happy. So he asked Hephaestus, who is the. Would you do know where Hephaestus is?
1: Hephaestus is the smith of the gods and will later be responsible, I think, in the Iliad for making some armour for the Greek hero Achilles, amongst other things
0: good. It's also referred to as the patron of craftsmen.
1: That would make sense.
0: He was asked to fashion a woman made out of the earth, and this woman was given gift that the gods choose to give her.
1: Okay, so a bit like what we saw last time with Prometheus making other people out of clay, Hephaestus is now making one out of clay himself.
0: Exactly. Interesting. He, He made her perfect. Yep. That's the gift he gave her. Good start. Aphrodite gave her the gift of femininity. Athena taught her craft. Right. Uh and other they're not all detailed but other gods also choose the gift they wanted to give her and give them to her. Right. But uh Zeus also decided and ordered Hermes to teach her how to be deceitful, stubborn and curious.
1: That does make sense from what I know of Hermes. He is quite the trickster.
0: Exactly. And you know, when we know the whole story it's, it makes sense that he wanted to make her very curious. Yeah. Uh, that's all there is really for that particular text. Right. But in his Works and Days, the same author, Eziad, it goes into more detail about Pandora, while this time naming her by name.
1: And some details
0: match with the other story, which makes us think that this is the same woman we're talking about.
1: Okay, interesting.
0: So in that book, Works and Days, Pandora was also created by Hephaestus. Yep. But now there's more gods that contribute to her competition. So they're the same one as before. Mm-hmm. The gifts they give her are not exactly described the same way, but they're right. roughly the same. Okay. There's also persuasion in the charities. Do you know who this is?
1: Uh, the charities, I think, are Zeus's daughters. I'm less sure about persuasion, but she might have some Greek name that I'm familiar with and an English name, which I'm not.
0: They adorn her with necklaces and other finery. Okay. The Ore, do you know who that is? Again,
1: Daughters of Zeus, I think that means the hours. I'm not sure how many of them there are, but it would make sense that there's the same number as there are numbers of hours in a day, from memory. Don't quote me on that.
0: They adorned her with a garland crown.
1: Okay, very nice.
0: And Hermes was actually the one who named her Pandora.
1: Okay, so a bit like last time, Gaia seems to just be handing out prophecies, Hermes just throws names at people.
0: Yeah, do you have another example of that?
1: Well, he was the one who gave Dionysus his name because of the limp that Zeus had. Exactly. So yeah, it seems to be all Hermes does, just running around naming things.
0: The god then bestowed upon her a jar. Right. A, a jar called phytos. Okay,
1: so a pithos. Yeah. So that's the Greek word then for the for the jar.
0: Exactly. Right. Which was maybe later mistranslated, but I'll get to that after. Okay. This particular jar contained All manner of misery and evil, right? but also some good stuff, but she was told to not open it. Okay. So under no circumstances was she to open it. It's going to go very well, of course. Yeah,
1: there's no way this box will ever be opened.
0: Then the text isn't clear, I didn't really get it properly, but either Zeus or Hermes sends her to Epimetheus. Okay. Do you remember who Epimetheus is?
1: Yes. So Epimetheus is one of the original Titans, although the same generation as Zeus. He's the brother of Prometheus, Atlas, and Menoetius, who we last bumped off during the Titan War, and their children of Iapetus and Clymene, who I seem to remember we spent a lot of time talking about how much the sources liked her feet.
0: Very true. Prometheus had warned Epimetheus to not accept anything from the gods, Okay. but Pandora is so beautiful, so mesmerizing, that Epimetheus just forgot the warning of his brother altogether and made Pandora his wife.
1: Okay. I think, isn't there an etymological reason for this from memory? Doesn't Prometheus mean foresight, so he can see what's going to happen in advance, whereas Epimetheus is hindsight, so very impulsive, does things on a whim, and then thinks, probably shouldn't have done that.
0: Right, that's true. Right,
1: so Epimetheus is now married to Pandora. He is. Brilliant.
0: After a certain time, or because some nagging from Epimetheus, it wasn't fully clear, I didn't fully... understand it but she ends up opening the jar okay so someone's curious about it yeah
1: someone's curiosity got the better of them at least
0: some texts say pandora's curiosity got the better of her some texts say that the jar was given to epimetheus as a keepsake and that he kept telling pandora to open it okay isn't she curious doesn't she want to open it right so there's a bit of different ideas and it's not fully clear in the work and days text okay as far as i remember
1: right the end result is just it gets open somehow
0: it gets open and all the evil also some of the good that was in there and like some of the blessings but mostly the the evil flew out over the earth okay and there is one thing that couldn't come out, because Pandora got really scared of seeing all the evil things coming out, that she closed the jar, right. and hope couldn't come out.
1: Okay, a natural reaction, I suppose, when you're seeing whatever these evils look like rush out, but not great for the sake of hope.
0: Exactly. So hope is still stuck in the jar, Okay. and Ezio tells us that the sea are, and I'm quoting that, directly full of evils. Okay. Um, later on, according to Ezio, and this is something we'll put a theory on of our own, he says, and I'm quoting, that there is no way to escape the will of Zeus. Right. Which could mean that Hope might have stayed inside the jar due to Zeus's will, because he wanted people to suffer in order to understand that they should not disobey their gods. But this is just a theory, because Ezio does not outright say anything other than, you know, it's just the will of Zeus.
1: Yeah, you can't get away. So I suppose it's interesting that they sort of portray the will of the gods as inevitable, whereas we've seen people like Zeus himself, in fact, try to and successfully avoid prophecies that other gods have given them. Exactly. But maybe humans can't get away from prophecies, whereas gods can. Or the will of the gods, at least.
0: Exactly. This is mostly the broad story of Pandora. Okay. It's also known, because you might not have been expecting me to call it a jar... Yeah. Because it's mostly known as a...
1: As a box, Pandora's box.
0: Yeah. Are you interested to know why it's actually being named a box instead of a jar? Well, in the 16th century, a humanist named Erasmus either mistranslated the Greek or the text or confused what kind of vessel it was or confused it with the story of Cupid and Psyche, which you know there is a box in that story.
1: Yeah. I think from memory, somehow, don't worry about how exactly listeners... Psyche ends up having to do tasks for Aphrodite to reunite with Aphrodite's son Cupid, and during the course of these quests, she has to go down to the Underworld to get a drop of beauty from Persephone and bring it back in a box to Aphrodite. She's told not to open this, but she does eventually open it. I can't remember if there's sleep or death in the box, but I'll put a reference to a TED-Ed video that explains the myth, but yes, there is a box in that story, so you're saying... Maybe he confused that box maybe, with Pandora's jar. Maybe
0: he confused that box. Maybe it's a mistranslation. Okay. But if anything, it's originally a jar that got transformed into a box, and right. m- in cultures today, it's still called the Pandora box.
1: Okay, so we should be calling it Pandora's jar.
0: If anything, yes. Doesn't
1: sound as glamorous somehow, it though, does, does, it. does
0: it? This myth is one of the most descriptive human behavior in Greek mythology. Right. Because it clues to our humans are impulsive creatures. Right that are curious by nature and want to discover stuff and to open jars
1: which should not be opened and have a giant sign next to them that says don't open seriously
0: and interestingly enough ancient Greeks even used this myth to instruct themselves about the weakness of humans but also to explain all their misfortunes
1: okay Reminds me a bit of the biblical tradition that Eve does something which she shouldn't, which is eat the apple and cause Adam to eat the apple from the Garden of Eden, thereby beginning humanity's suffering. So there does seem to be at least a parallel.
0: It does seem to be, yes. So the parallel could be that Pandora opened that box and therefore released evil when everything could have just been happy forever.
1: Yeah. I think from memory, the tree in the Garden of Eden is the tree of knowledge. So it's interesting (laughs) that it's knowledge versus explicit evils. But in both cases, I suppose it's a bit unfortunate that the root of all suffering is specifically a woman, and um, the first woman.
0: Also some of the text, because yes, it is the first woman, Yeah, say that now that woman is arriving, bad things are also arriving. Yeah, I think we
1: covered <laughs> when we actually introduced Pandora, I think last episode, that there were some problematic views on women that we were just going to skip over in the text, very much on that theme.
0: Exactly, because the texts do mention, you know, well, one text I read anyway mentioned how... There was everything, fruits given to the gods, and everything was beautiful, growing, but then women arrive and everything's going badly. Right. Uh, and as a last little thought, there are also alternative accounts of jars or urns containing blessings and evils based on upon humanity in Greek myth. Okay. Do you know any of them?
1: I can't think of any off the top of my head now. I'd be interested to know what you've got for us here.
0: Well, there is a clear account in Homer's Iliad about. Uh, it's like a very short story telling about. Um, I believe it's a jar or an urn that contains some evil that are released, but in that particular story, I think it's a man who releases it. Okay,
1: well, we'll have to examine that when we get to the Iliad in I have no idea how many episodes.
0: And in the 6th century BC, there is a Greek poet named Theognis of Megara, and he has a poem in. Which the myth is describing has a jar But this jar contains more blessings than evil Okay So those are two more Well, not recent This one is more recent And the Iliad is more early
1: Yeah, the Iliad was written Or at least spoken In its oral form in about the 7-800s BC Something like that It's yeah. definitely earlier However you look at it
0: Well, yeah And it's everything I have to tell you about Pandora today
1: Okay, brilliant well, thank you all very much for listening, and next time we will be looking at the daughter and the son-in-law of Pandora, Pyrrha and Deucalion, respectively, and we'll be getting something of a nautical theme, because it's actually the Greek version of Noah's Ark. Oh, nice. So look forward to that.
0: Yeah, I am. Have a great week, everyone, and do find us by email or website or on TikTok, of all things.
1: Yeah, of all places. We've finally worked out how that works a little bit more now. So expect an upload schedule that is actually a bit more frequent than once a decade. <laughs> yeah, well, very interesting story. Yep, yeah, very really interesting.